This is episode number 251, and today we'll discuss how to connect to God through tradition. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned Bible teacher. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. So this month, we are on a journey to discover your soul's path to God, and we're doing that by taking highlights from Gary Thomas' book, Sacred Pathways, which if you haven't picked it up yet, it's fantastic. Gives you a lot of really great insights uh, and goes way deeper than we ever could in these short podcast episodes. Uh, But today we're going to discuss how to connect to God using rituals and symbols. Now I know what you're probably thinking. Traditions are the path to heartless religion. And uh, many of us in the Protestant Christian tradition would balk at the idea of submitting ourselves and our relationship with God to any kind of structure that, you know, is a slippery slope towards legalism, right? Well, we have a lot to learn and a lot to gain by understanding the role that rituals and symbols can play in honing our focus and the consistency of our interactions with God. All right? So if you are a diehard Protestant, very much in favor of being moved by the Spirit, led by the Spirit, in tune with God's voice, I'm telling you, you have a lot that you can benefit from learning from people that are much more attached to and committed to tradition and ritual. And so, but there's really three elements of the traditionalist expression of faith that uh, if you are a traditionalist, you will get a lot out of. Number one is rituals, which rituals are not a bad thing. That's just creating a habit of doing something on a consistent basis, right? So that could be following the liturgical calendar, you know, observing Lent, Easter, Advent, Christmas, etc., the the Christian calendar, so to speak, and allowing that to shape the rhythms and the patterns of your life. Praying through the Psalms, that could be something that you incorporate in your life on a consistent basis, allowing the, the psalmists to, ex- to express the emotions that you are feeling and really praying through them to connect with God on a deeper level. And then even beginning your day with the Bible. Aha, I caught you. You know, if you, even if you are, you know, very much against this idea of a, a rigid religion, you cannot deny the fact that beginning your day with the Bible or reading the Bible on a consistent basis only helps you, all right? So rituals are a fantastic way to stay connected to God, to maintain a connection to God and to experience him on a deeper level. It's just like any other thing, right? If you just go to the gym every once in a while, you're only going to get so many results. But if you go consistently, even on a daily basis, you'll see those results a lot sooner and you'll be much more satisfied with the work that you put in. Now, the second element of the traditionalist expression of faith are symbols. Now, this can get kind of fishy, no pun intended. You, you'll you'll understand why here in a second. Um, you know, this we don't want to create symbols that become idols, but there's nothing wrong with things that remind you of who God is and what God has done, right? If you think about someone that has a cross hanging from the rearview mirror of their car, that is a symbol. That is a symbol that reminds them not only of who they are, but also who God is, right? Jesus fish, very popular bumper sticker for Christians. I even at one point made an episode 
talking about why we should consider not having Jesus Fish stickers. But I ended up retracting that for reasons that were, you know, lovingly explained to me later on. Definitely took my dose of humility there. But, you know, seeing that, seeing the Jesus Fish can bring to mind so many incredible things that God has done for us and help us experience God on a deeper level. And even just thinking about images from the Bible, like Jesus depicted as the lamb, the sacrificial lamb who took our place as an intercessor for the, you know, consequences of our sins. That is a symbol that can remind you of who God is and what God has done. And then the third thing that a traditionalist will really appreciate is sacrifice. You know, whether that's fasting from food or from other things, financial contributions, right? That when you put your tithe on the offering plate, you feel closer to God. You feel connected to God. You feel like, you know, I am communing with God right here in this act of giving, right? Or just giving up something that is keeping you from God, something that's not necessarily sinful in and of itself, but because of the effect it has on you, it might very well be. Whether that's, you know, social media or overeating or things that are explicitly sinful, giving up those things as a sacrifice of denying yourself can help you experience God on a deeper level. Now, there are definitely some pitfalls to watch out for, all right? I'm not going to let traditionalists off the hook. And if you happen to really identify with, you know, the ritual uh, side of Christianity, these are some things that you want to make sure that you're looking out for. Number one, serving God without knowing God, right? Rigid adherence to tradition, even well-intentioned traditions, does not a Christian make, right? Just doing all the right things does not mean that you know God. That's, That's one of the scariest, scariest warnings in the New Testament when you know, Jesus interacts with these people that say, hey, you know, we've, we've been casting out demons and healing people. And, and Jesus says, I, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. And so you don't want to be in a position where you are going through the motions of serving God, but you don't really know him. The second pitfall you need to watch out for is neglecting social obligations, right? So that's ignoring the needs of the people around you, whether they're physical, emotional, or spiritual needs, in favor of maintaining traditions, right? This is something the Pharisees were notoriously bad at, was sacrificing the people they were supposed to be leading in order to maintain the traditions that they had held so dearly to. And then the third pitfall you really need to watch out for is judging others, right? Tradition is a tool to draw near to God. It is not, not with a capital N, something to be used to look down on or judge other Christians. And in Colossians chapter 2, verse 16 and 17, Paul says, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. And so if you find yourself to be a traditionalist, if you really get a lot out of ritual and sacrifice and symbol, do not look down on people that don't, that don't engage in you know, special days or special festivals or, you know, sacrificing things in a certain way. Don't look down on Christians that don't do that because that's not how they relate to God. Make sense? Now, if you want to learn more about how to connect to God through ritual and sacrifice and symbolism, make sure to pick up Gary Thomas's book, Sacred Pathways. And on the next episode, we'll dive into the fourth strategy, which is connecting to God in solitude and simplicity. 
That is it for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to leave a review in Apple Podcasts and go ahead and join the podcast Facebook group if you haven't yet to connect with me and the rest of the podcast squad. Special thanks to all of my patrons who help keep this podcast ad-free. And if this podcast has made an impact in your life, please pass it along to a friend. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.